Welcome to this week's presentation with Scott Toole. We are thrilled to have you joining us as we gain insight from God's Word. Now, speaking from Rosedale Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland, here's Pastor Toole. Let's take our Bibles turn to Revelation chapter 4, and I do hope that uh, we are very aware that our citizenship, if you're saved, if you're a child of God, is in heaven, uh, and we should feel more at home uh, at at, in that place where we've never been uh, than we do in the world we live in today. Uh, I hope you're leaning that direction. And uh, we are closing out the throne room, uh, but then uh, next week we'll be in chapter 5. Uh, but then uh, when we get into chapter 21, 22, uh, we're going to uh, slow the car down to crawl, and we're going to just uh, glory in all the splendors of heaven uh, and looking forward to that. But uh, for today, verse number 1. After this, I looked, and behold, a door was open in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was, as it were, a trumpet, a trumpet, the Feast of Trumpets, First uh, Thessalonians, that, that trumpet uh, where we're called up, we're called out, we're raptured, uh, was as a trumpet talking with me, which said, come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. Truly believe that's the rapture. Truly believe that's the rapture, and you say, well, it's just a little, little different. It's, it's John that's, that's kind of transported there. Uh, in the same way that John will be transported through the tribulation, and John will be transported through uh, the millennial reign, and John will be transported through uh, looking at the new heaven and the new earth. In that same way, uh, if you're looking at it uh, chronologically, uh, uh, numerically through, uh, that has to be the rapture. And we'll talk uh, more about that later, but then verse 2, and immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne was set uh, in heaven. And of course, that was Sunday morning, is the permanence uh, of the throne. It's set, it's steadfast, it's, it's anchored. Uh, and he that sat, verse number three, uh, sat in heaven, one sat on the throne, verse three, uh, and he that sat was to look upon like clear as crystal uh, and ruby red, clear as crystal and, uh, and ruby red, uh, was to look upon like a jasper uh, and a sardis stone, that's the person on the throne. The person on the throne, that transparency, kind of like a diamond, that clear as crystal. God is light, uh, and in him is no darkness at all. And then the sardis stone, that blood red, that ruby red, uh, God is love. And so uh, on the one end, that, that jasper, God is light, the holiness of God. Uh, on the other end, God is love, that, that blood red, uh, God is God uh, is his his heart, his holiness, his, uh, his heart. Uh, and, and that's not even to mention verse number three where uh, he that uh, sat on the throne was to look upon like Jasper and Sardis. Uh, and there was a rainbow round about the throne. And of course, that's number three. I think this is uh, already filled in for you. That's the promise uh, above the throne, the promise uh, all around the throne. Someone uh, pointed out that uh, it's probably a full circle of a rainbow. Uh, there's no disconnect. There's no break in that. There's a complete promise of, uh, of peace, that reminder. Uh, uh, and, of course, it was Noah back in that day of judgment, back in uh, that day of a worldwide tribulation of, uh, of water. And, of course, Noah was pre-tribulation, pre-tribulation raptured. We know that. Uh, he was saved from the wrath that was to come as he's caught up come up hither in the ark, uh, and then the entire world goes through that 
that, that devastation, that cleansing, that, that renewing, that renovating. And uh, God enveloped Noah uh, in, uh, in his love and closed him uh, in the ark and ensured him he'd be safe. And again, uh, it was that rainbow was the promise. That rainbow was the promise. And so uh, we have the permanence of it. We have the person on it. We have the, the promise uh, above it or even around it. Uh, but then number four, the people, the people that are at it, the people uh, that are at it. Verse four, and round about the throne were four and twenty seats, twenty-four uh, seats. Upon the seats I saw uh, four and twenty elders sitting, and, uh, and I proposed that they represent all believers, all believers, twelve apostles, twelve tribes, twelve apostles, twelve, twelve patriarchs, and of course uh, the names of the twelve uh, patriarchs are on those gates, those twelve gates around heaven, and uh, the 12 apostles are on the 12 foundation. Someone uh, at least countered and said, yes, but one of the elders uh, is interacting and talking in chapter 5 um, uh, in the same way that Judah, that one, was representative of a whole tribe, and uh, Issachar, that one, was representative of a whole tribe. Uh, I don't think that negates the fact that, uh, and even if they aren't, we do see that there's a whole lot of believers around the throne. Uh, and that's in chapter number five. And so uh, on uh, the one hand, you have all believers, all believers, uh, but then also you have angelic beings. Look at verse number six. And, and before the throne, there was a sea of glass like unto crystal. Uh, and the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before uh, and behind. And so uh, all believers joined with angelic beings. Uh, our singing is going to be great on that day. Uh, I can't imagine having a few angels in the tenor section and uh, a few angelic beings and the, the baritones. And uh, I, I'm telling you what, uh, the praise and the worship on that day uh, is going to be just over the top uh, as we lift up our hearts uh, to him. And that brings number five, the praises around the throne. Look at verse number eight, praises around the throne. Uh, and the four beasts had each of them six wings above him, and they were full of eyes within, and they... Uh, rest not uh, day and night, saying, holy, 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 and angelic beings. And then uh, all believers jump in, verse 9. And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne, uh, who liveth forever and ever, the angelic beings started, the all believers jump in. Then uh, the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne, worship him that liveth forever and ever, uh, and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, uh, does anybody remember the song that we tried to sing together? Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created uh, all things, and for thy pleasure they are uh, and were created. Uh, and so does that bring us up to date? Is point number six blank on your outline? Because it's also blank on mine. I need to, anyway, uh, put down point number six, if you will. The priority for the throne. The priority uh, for the throne. Uh, the priority is this. If heaven is real, that's all that matters. If not, nothing matters at all. If heaven's real, that's all that matters. If not, nothing matters at all. And of course, Rebecca was talking about Christian principles, values, foundations from nation to nation. Um, if heaven's not real, then it's just uh, every man doing that which is right in his own eyes, which sometimes describes what we see. Uh, but but uh, for all of us, if, if heaven's not real, nothing matters 
at all. And keep in mind, this is being written uh, as soon as uh, John addresses the seven churches that are going through incredible problems. Uh, they're going through unbelievable uh, attacks, and John is kind of pastoring them here. Uh, I think about the church at Ephesus in Revelation 2.2. Uh, I know thy works and thy labor, uh, and hast borne and hast patience, and for my name's sake, uh, has labored and hast not fainted. Uh, I, I get it, you're going through it. Uh, and then the church of Smyrna, 2 9. Uh, I know thy works and tribulation and, and poverty. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Tribulation, poverty. You're going to suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison. You're going to be tried. You shall have tribulation, 10 days, 10 waves of Roman persecutions. But they're going through it. They're getting hit hard. Uh, no, there may not be a pandemic per se, but they're going through it so much worse than what we've ever gone through. And then Pergamos in 2.13, I know thy works where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seed is. And thou holdest fast my name, hast not denied my faith. Even in those days where in Antipas was my faithful martyr, killed, slaughtered, martyred, uh, who was slain among you, where Satan uh, dwelleth. And every one of the churches is getting hit hard. All seven suffering. All seven having hard times, going through uh, tribulation. Uh, John's writing to a people who are going through pain, uh, who are suffering uh, persecution, who are in the middle of those ten waves uh, of Roman persecution. And John, with a pastor's heart, uh, the practicality of it, uh, with the pastor's heart, as they're going through that mess, uh, almost says, let not your hearts be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. My Father, in my Father's house, I have many mansions. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go uh, to prepare a place, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. First uh, Thessalonians says, we're to comfort one another with these words. Uh, and it's almost as if uh, John is saying, if heaven's real, uh, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. Uh, if it's not, uh, nothing matters uh, at all. Uh, it, it says he's pointing to heaven as he's showing them uh, eternity, that, that short blurb of a life that we live now. Uh, what is your life? It is a vapor. It appears for a little time, vanishes away, uh, a shadow like a weaver's shuttle uh, that passes so quickly. But, but eternity, uh, eternity, forever and ever and ever, uh, uh, eternity, uh, it's our light affliction, which is but for a moment, that worketh for us a far more exceeding and an eternal weight uh, of glory. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time uh, are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. But when you get that heavenly perspective, that heavenly perspective that if heaven's real, that's all that matters. Uh, if it's not, nothing matters uh, at all. Does anyone see that at all? Well, right on the heels of they're getting beaten to death, they're getting martyred, they're being persecuted, they're, they're having to withstand, they're having to hold up. Uh, they're, they're really uh, a Smyrna crushed and ground and, uh, to, to powder, basically. Uh, and, and then this must have been such a welcome sight. Uh, music to their ears as they hear about the throne room and the praises and, and the number of people that you're not in a minority there, vast majority there, uh, as Christ is honored and worshipped and served and we 
bless his name uh, with that innumerable crowd uh, of saints. If heaven's real, that's the priority. If heaven's real, that's all that matters. And by the way, uh, I think everyone in here would say heaven's real. Amen? Uh, If heaven's real, that's all that matters. If not, then nothing matters at all. Uh, I do think it's interesting that the parallel between the tabernacle uh, and the throne room, that parallel, that that, uh, kind of imagery between uh, the tabernacle and the throne room. For instance, uh, before the tabernacle, there was a small laver. Uh, Before the throne room, there's a crystal sea, as clear as glass. Uh, uh, The Ark of the Covenant uh, in the tabernacle, the tabernacle, the Ark of the Covenant, uh, the the uh, uh, throne of God uh, in, in in heaven and in the tabernacle that golden candlestick that menorah that candelabra we talked about it in Leviticus and uh, in, in the throne room in heaven uh, the candlesticks are ignited by the Holy Spirit of God uh, there's no need of the sun there uh, the Lamb is the light thereof and uh, the tabernacle there's two golden cherubim that overshadow and cover. Uh, the mercy seat in heaven, there's real angelic beings. I mean, some that we can't even comprehend uh, that are flying and worshiping and singing holy, holy, holy. Uh, that parallel, that pattern, uh, the, 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 the point of it is that the one on earth is simply a blueprint of what is to come. Uh, the one on earth is simply a pattern of what is the permanent. Uh, uh, Moses was given that pattern, that pattern, uh, look, that thou make them after their pattern, Exodus 25, 40, that, that, that according to all that I will show thee after the pattern of the tabernacle, and I will uh, pattern all of the instruments, Exodus 25, uh, verse number 9, and then uh, the parallel, the imagery, the foreshadowing, uh, Hebrews 8, 5, uh, they serve as an example, as a shadow of heavenly things, as Moses was admonished by God when he was about to make the tabernacle for See, saith he, that thou make all things according to the pattern showed thee in uh, the mount. Uh, and, and I use that as an illustration to say the tabernacle wasn't the permanent. The tabernacle wasn't the important. What it pointed to is. Down here in life, hey, this isn't the permanent. This isn't the important, but where we're headed absolutely is. Wait, down here it's a pattern. Down here it's preparation. Down here it's a shadow. Down here uh, it's fleeting, it's a vapor, but up there, uh, up there, uh, I think one of the challenges we have, this is the priority of heaven, the priority of heaven. One of the challenges we have is, we get such a narrow focus of the, the here and now, well, the pay, and then what's going to happen this week, and maybe next week, and the health, and situation, and this, and boy, I don't know, and then retirement, and what are the circumstances, and how's the market doing? Uh, and, and we almost spend no time at all setting our affections on things above. Uh, not on the things of the earth, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Uh, when we have our mind focused there, then everything here comes into perspective, and it really isn't as important uh, as we make it. And someone would say, now wait a second, Uh, you you forget about the gold in the tabernacle, and the gold, so much gold, hey, up in heaven, they paved their streets uh, with that. Uh, Down here, it's perishing, it's it's temporary, it's, it's a pattern, it's no big deal. 
Uh, if heaven's real, that's all that matters. Uh, that's what we're living for. That's where our hearts are leaning. That's where our affections are. Uh, but if it's not, then nothing matters uh, at all. Does everybody get that at all? Uh, that's the priority. The priority of the throne. Put down number seven, the power in the throne. The power in the throne. Look at verse number five. Uh, and out of the throne proceeded lightnings and, and thunderings and, and voices and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. And uh, we talked a little bit about that, a question that came in about that. Uh, I do think it's, it's giving the, the ministry of the Holy Spirit, the depths of the Holy Spirit, that complete, that complete, that whole uh, 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 of that. And, uh, and, and boy, that would have been good news, though, that, that the power doesn't lie with Nero. Uh, the power doesn't lie with, with uh, uh, Domitian. Uh, the power doesn't lie with, with Rome. Uh, the power lies, hey, we always are on the winning side. And it may seem like every once in a while that, that there's a skirmish, there's a dust-up, there's a uh, battle that, that we're losing, but don't ever forget we've already run, won, uh, already won uh, the war. Uh, he's the one that's going to right all the wrongs. Uh, he's the one that's going to settle all the accounts, balance all the books, even all the scores. Uh, he's the ultimate power, thunderings and, and, and lightnings and fire burning. And uh, I think of the phrase, uh, don't fight City Hall. And uh, uh, someone that's rebelling against God, rebelling against God, rebelling against God here uh, is going to find out there that that's the worst thing you ever, ever, ever uh, could have done. By the way, on the other side too, I think that's why Romans says, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Well, he's the one that sees it all, knows it all. He's the one that controls it all. I don't have to get back at, I don't have to, to, to make sure I answer back. Uh, 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 he does a infinitely greater job of that. Um, we don't have to fight back. Uh, the power uh, is in the throne. Put down number, uh, number eight. We have the priority of the throne. If uh, heaven's real, that's all that matters. Uh, if not, nothing matters at all. What are you living for? Are you living for the paycheck? Are you living for the career? Are you living for the, the physical, the touch, the taste, the smell? Uh, are you living for that? So much of our, uh, of our existence is in uh, the physical when uh, we miss that uh, most of our existence should be lived in the spiritual. There's so much more going on uh, around us, and, and God wanted to do through us, but uh, we get lost in the touch, the taste, the smell, the physical. And again, uh, we wrestle not uh, with the physical against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And so uh, just keep all of that in mind. The priority, the power. Uh, and then number eight, put down the peace. The peace from the throne. The peace from the throne. Look at verse number 6. And before the throne there was a sea of glass. Can you imagine? Uh, just as calm uh, and as, as uh, 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 no waves, perfect calm, perfect peace, that serene sea. Boy, the more we focus on heaven, the more peace we'll have here on earth. The more we focus on heaven, the more peace we'll have here on earth. In fact, uh, I think it's directly tied. The less peace you have here, 
Uh, it's because the less you're focusing on heaven there. And by the way, uh, haven't we already seen the, the rainbow, those promises that, that uh, yes, it may be a battle here, you're not going to have to go through battles there. I promise, God would say. Uh, there's affliction here, yes, uh, affliction here. Uh, but up there, there's no tears there. There's no sorrow there. There's no hurt. There's loss. There's no, no, uh, none of those battles there. And, and that's where that peace, that peace that truly does pass all understanding, uh, I propose the more we focus on his presence, the more peace we'll have, uh, and he's incredibly present there. I, I love what uh, our missionary said, uh, a peace, peace, or was it security doesn't come in an absence of, uh, of fearful events, uh, uh, peace comes in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, and, and I do struggle with people, well, I, well, I just don't want to live in Baltimore. Maybe you should check God's will before you just uh, dismiss and move. But it's all about where God wants you and what God's will is. And if God's called you to Haiti, to the Pierce, hey, uh, it's a step down if you go anywhere else. And so God's will, God's will. And that peace, that peace, when we focus on the presence of God, uh, anybody remember that uh, maniac of the Gadareans? Uh, you talk about a piece of work. Uh, in Mark chapter number 5, it says that his dwelling was among the tombs. And, and so just picture uh, the cemetery uh, on, uh, is it um, Bird River Road? Uh, uh, or the cemetery that, that off of Rossville, take a left on whatever that road is. Uh, down there, Gardens of Faith, or whether it's up here, uh, a dude living in, in the tombs, living in the cemeteries, that's who he is. And no man could bind him, no, not with chains. But they tried to bind him with chains. They tried to control him because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains. The chains had been plucked asunder by him. Boy, that demonic strength that he had. Uh, and the fetters broken into pieces. Neither could any man tame him. And, and always night and day, he was in the mountains and the tombs crying and cutting himself with stones. Always night and day, no peace. No peace, saith the Lord unto the wicked. Boy, he had no peace night and day. Now, always cutting himself with stones, always restless, always, always. Uh, um, uh, anybody remember when he saw the Lord afar off? Uh, when he saw the Prince of Peace coming his way? And he ran and worshipped him? And of course the Lord did a miracle in him. Uh, anybody remember uh, the next time those of the city saw uh, this one that was rabid, this one that was lunatic, this one that was was uh, had, had legion of, of devil. Uh, remember the next time they saw him, he was clothed and in his right mind, sitting at the feet uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, listen, it's not about, well, if I could solve this, change this, and if I, if, I, if this person would have, this location, this job, this circumstance. No, it's not about any of that. Uh, peace comes from the Prince of Peace as we focus on him, focus on uh, eternity, have our uh, affections set there, uh, that's when God calms down uh, here. And so that, that peace from the throne, that peace from the throne. And I love uh, Isaiah that says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. Uh, I like Psalm uh, 119, 165. Great peace have they which love thy law. Nothing shall offend them. 
I love the New Testament. That peace that passes all understanding when the whole world is, is fretting and worrying and, and just uh, uh, throwing their hands in the air. Uh, that, that peace that passes all understanding is a great testimony and a great way to point people uh, to the Lord Jesus Christ. When your mind is, is stayed or set, uh, you've set your affection uh, on the one who's sitting on that throne that's set uh, that's when we'll settle down uh, on the inside, that peace. I think about when they were on the Sea of Galilee and that great storm blew in and the waves beat on the ship and so now it was full and the boys panicking. Uh, we're perishing, we're perishing and uh, save us lest we perish, lest we die. Uh, and, and then the Prince of Peace arose and uh, walked to the front of the boat and simply said, peace, be still. And you talk about a crystal clear sea of glass to the point that they said among themselves, what manner of man is this? That even the wind and the sea obey him. What manner of man is this? Well, he's the one that sits on the throne that's set in heaven. Well, he is the prince of peace. Set your affections there. Uh, and so the peace that comes from that throne. Um, it, it, most in here would know the story of Horatio Spafford. Um, uh, in 1873, he lost it all. Basically, the great Chicago fire, a rich businessman, an entrepreneur, uh, lost it all. His wife also going through severe health problems, and they uh, planned a trip just to kind of reset, to recalibrate, and um, to go over to Europe, and then um, just to kind of start over a little bit and, and re regrip. Um, Sudden business came up. Uh, uh, Horatio Spafford had to stay behind, uh, and his wife and four daughters boarded the SS Ville de Havre. Uh, and uh, they, uh, before they could make their uh, destination in Europe, uh, awaiting the, the husbands joining them on uh, November 22nd, they were struck by the English vessel, the Lockhearn, uh, and their ship sank in 12 minutes. Uh, most everyone aboard. Uh, drowned. His wife survived, and when she reached Wales, uh, she telegraphed back two words, saved alone. His four daughters drowned. Saved alone. Uh, his four daughters drowned. Uh, on his way to meet his wife several days later, about where the ship went down and his daughters drowned, it, it was clarified as he spent time alone with the Prince of Peace in the throne room of God in that sea of glass when peace like a river attendeth my way. He wrote the words to that. When sorrow like sea billows roll, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. And then the verse, though Satan should buffet, though trial should come, let this blessed assurance control that Christ hath regarded my helpless estate and hath shed his own blood for my soul. Listen, John talks about heaven for four full chapters plus uh, the Gospel of John, plus uh, allusions in 1 John, 2 John, 3 John. Why? Uh, because when it's turbulent here, it's perfect there. Uh, when there's light afflictions here, uh, it's because we've, we've compared them to that far more eternal and exceeding weight and glory there. Put down point number nine. Lastly, we'll close it out. The prize before the throne. Uh, the prize before the throne. Look at verse number 10. 
Uh, the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne. Cast their crowns uh, before the throne. And of course, uh, we are rewarded, awarded the crown of righteousness, the crown of life, the incorruptible crown, the crown of glory, and, and on and on and on. But, but the prize isn't for us. Uh, the prize is based on our heart love for God, uh, awarded that. Uh, so when we see him, we'll have something to cast at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, our kids at times will take construction paper and they'll scribble, scribble scratch and uh, crayons. Do you ever have a, 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 a young uh, son, young daughter, or children in the church that are, you know, and it's basically two scribbly lines and, and look, uh, Pastor, I uh, drew a picture of you and I drew a picture of me and we're holding hands and yeah, that's great. It's perfect. I see that. Uh, and you take that construction paper and you put it in an honored place. Uh, not because it's a perfect picture, but because of the heart of the one who drew you that picture? Oh, it's just construction paper, and it's just crayon, and hey, no big deal. Uh, but the one whose heart of love thought enough to draw a scribbly scratch line here and a scribbly scratch line there. Hey, Pastor, look, it's you and I, we're holding hands, and, and boy, that's going to be in a prominent place, a place of honor. Uh, when Charlie is able to hold anything and draw anything, trust me, it, it's up on the screens. But uh, why? Uh, because it may not be a masterpiece, but it is to me. It is to me. Because the one I love and the one who loves me took the time and the heart to draw that for me. When we stand before the Lord Jesus Christ, none of us have masterpieces um, that were uh, drawing uh, for the Lord. None of us do. Uh, all of us, the best we know how, out of a heart of love for Him, uh, ministering and serving and trying to make the right choices and honoring the Lord and blessing and uh, trying to bless people. And uh, someday when we stand before the Lord and we are awarded, given those, at the beam of uh, judgment seat of Christ, those crowns, uh, it, it's not going to be masterpieces that we present, uh, but it's out of a heart of love. It's not self-serving, or those are wood, hay, and stubble. Wood, hay, and stubble. If it's about us, that's wood, hay, and stubble. They're not going to be rewarded or awarded. But when it's a heart of love for him, well, it may just be construction paper and scribble scratch, but when we cast those down at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ and say, all hail the power of Jesus' name, let angels prostrate fall, bring forth the royal diadem, and crown him Lord of all. Well, he has many crowns, many crowns. And I think some of those crowns that we cast at his feet, that he'll proudly wear because he's not ashamed to be called our God. Uh, he's not ashamed, Jesus, to be called our, our brother. Uh, we're part of the family, and that heart of love as we serve him, uh, that prize, that prize, it isn't for us. Uh, it's our lifelong work that we lay at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ and we say, it's for you. Boy, I lived for you. I ministered for you. Uh, the choices I made were made for you. Living in Haiti, it wasn't because, why would I want to live in Haiti? I'm going to live in a different town. What I want to live in. No, I lived in Haiti for you. It's to God be the glory. Uh, it's thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, and power 
Uh, we bow and we worship and we lay those down. The prize is for him, even if it's just construction paper and a scribble scratch. If heaven's real, that's all that matters. If not, nothing matters at all. And that is today's message. We invite you to tune in next time with Scott Toole as he presents another message from Rosedale Baptist Church. For more information about today's presentation or about the ministries of Rosedale Baptist Church, go online to rosedalebaptist.org. That's rosedalebaptist.org. Join us again next time as we study the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse.